Hi guys, welcome to this exciting episode of Startup Couches. On the couch today, I have Jaron. If you are listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure to subscribe, make sure to follow these founder conversations on our Twitter at Startup Couches. And you would keep seeing all of these episodes, you would keep enjoying conversations with these amazing founders. So, Hi, Jaron. How are you doing? Hi, Lotona. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. It's been a, a, a cold day today. It rained. Um, how was your day? Uh, good as well. Busy. Lots of back-to-back calls. But thankfully, London is quite lovely today. Okay. That's great. So today, we're going to learn all we can about Voda. So jumping right into it. What is Voda? Can you tell us how it works? Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, um, anyway, hi, I'm Jaren. So I'm the founder of Voda. And Voda is the mental wellness app for the LGBT community. So we combine mindfulness and cognitive, cognitive behavior therapy to design digital therapy programs for queer people. So think of it of like a calm or a headspace. You put your headphones on and then you go through our digital therapy programs. Um, all our programs are designed with leading LGBT psychotherapists who are professionally accredited and all our programs are also evidence-backed. Um, they are mostly based on CBT, Cognitive Behavior Therapy, which is one of the gold standards for psychotherapy. Oh, that, that actually makes sense. Um, <laughs> journey been you know building voda when did you start and where are you with the product today yes so um we are all really young company so really young startup we are only about six months old so i started working full-time on voda in october last year i had the idea for that slightly a month or two before um I'm, i'm gay myself so i struggled a lot with my own sexuality growing up and I think this is very similar to a lot of queer people around the world. We, we, um, society tells you in various ways that who you are is not okay. And from a young age, a lot of us have experienced shame yeah. and, and, and repression and, and discrimination. Um, yeah, but even though I came out as an adult a few years ago, I was still struggling with my mental health. But I soon realized I wasn't alone in feeling this way. A lot of my queer friends were also struggling. Um, but what, what worked for me very well was therapy. So I, I've been through therapy and with me and my therapist, I've really been able to work through a lot of my personal issues and being able to show up for myself and my friends and my relationships in a better way. Um, one of the big issues, but you know, therapy is a privilege as well. So even though therapy works, very, many, very often many of us can't access therapy because it's too expensive. You know, it's sixty pounds yeah, an hour. That's true. Uh, it, it can cost up to three k, three thousand pounds a year, and most people simply can't afford this. Yeah. And if you look at the current UK situation, where we have a really big cost of living crisis, energy prices are rising fifty percent, wages are not really rising, um, rent and property prices are still going up. Um, most people simply can't afford therapy, and the NHS is overwhelmed. So if you, you want to get free therapy, it's not really, really, really possible. Um, and the last point as well that I would like to make is it's also quite difficult sometimes for LGBT people to find a good therapist. 
um, because for a therapist to really work for you, they need to understand your lived experience. And if you're spending half your one hour session speaking to the therapist and explaining what it means to be gay or what it means uh, to come out or or the very specific challenges, nuances of being queer, it's also a big waste of your time. And that's why I came up with the idea for Voda because I realized that should be a better way to, to do to do therapy. So Voda provides digital self-care yeah. therapy. Um, there are now a lot of apps like Voda out there, but they all have very heteronormative. So a good example is Bloom. Bloom also does mindfulness and CBT, self-guided therapy. You do it yourself. Okay. Um, it's just as effective, if not sometimes more effective, because you get the privacy, you got to do it at your own time. It's a lot more affordable. Um, but a lot of these apps right now only really cater for um, heterosexual people or cisgender people. And this is where Boda really fills in the gap. That makes sense. And I think that is actually such a huge gap. Um, yeah. Talk about lived experiences and how um, for queer people mm-hmm. to already take a lot billable hours, if you right, to um, kind of explain context. And it begins it begins to kind of make sense why um, exists because like even therapy is costly so like you don't waste your own experience without getting into the matter of therapy itself yeah yeah 100% and, and someone that has lived that same experience as you do would just be able to give you much better advice and also understand what tools what cognitive tools and exercises might work better for you um, and and so it's quite important for us in that sense as well when we when we design the programs. So we we work with a group of therapists, seven therapists, to identify across the LGBT. Um, so it's not just designed by like gay yeah. people like myself, but we have like people across the spectrum of sexuality working on it, on gender and as well as as race as well. So one important thing as well is race also comes into it in therapy sometimes because your experience as a white gay man is very different as for your experience as a black gay man or um, an Asian gay man like myself. Um, and this is why we try to balance those perspectives. Sorry, Jared. Because... Yeah, sorry. Sorry, can you give me a second? Just give me a second. I'll be back. Yeah, no, rush, I'm right here. Hi, Jerry. I'm back. So, um, we we're talking about like how how um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I am sure. Yes, could you come closer? Yeah, is is this better? Yes, this is better. So, we're talking the struggle of. Um, um, queer people trying to find therapists mm. that kind of mm. relate to them, right? Mm. Yeah, and I'm, I, yes. I was saying how really important it is, especially for the cost, you know, like the cost of therapy today 
it's really really important that if anyone is really getting therapy um they should be getting therapy from people that could easily get the context of their lived experiences yeah and 100% and our approach to this is really very intersectional some people don't like that work they think that word they think is too woke but basically what we do is we design our programs with with experts that are identified across sexuality and gender but not just that but also on race right so um your experience as a white gay man is very different from someone who is an asian gay man or a, a black gay man we all face yep. different barriers and there is just some things that you intrinsically understand more you know um yeah so yep. so we the added layer in as well in in the people that work with us on our programs um which i think is also really important um for example like if you go to a therapist even if you're you know you're heterosexual and and you're cis very often you might want someone that maybe is your ethnicity because they understand what's it like um to to be to be stereotyped a certain way um for to understand like the types of maybe microaggression sometimes you face at work uh people assume certain things yeah. about you because of your skin color um and all that comes in into voter and we're building that uh from the ground out with that in mind that's amazing that was really really amazing um and okay. so you know this is a new year this hello yeah i said thank thank you yes and this is the second quarter of the year plans for the year what is um what are the few things that um when you look back from 2023 you would say like yeah this is exactly what um would have would have achieved by then yeah so right now we're really focusing on getting our programs right so we're doing something that really no other startup is doing um there are a lot of therapy apps in the market and there are a lot of mindfulness apps in the market like headspace or calm but no one really has a specific yep. angle that we have so what we're doing right now is a lot of user research so we are in close beta we have over 100 early adopters trying our programs and our topics are you know um topics like dating apps and relationships but we do different angles for people who are gay and bi men or gay uh, or lesbian bisexual women or trans people and non-binary people um we're just really trying to understand what works and getting the proof points that voters self-guided digital therapy can be as effective if not if not more effective than than in-person therapy that costs a lot more money um we are now already working on a few partnerships where psychotherapists to refer voter as as like a preferred tool for their clients so we don't see ourselves replacing therapies sometimes sometimes voter could be a really good complement so if you're seeing a therapist once a month during the times you're not seeing a therapist you could use our app you could use uh, you could go through some of our programs that helps with self awareness um and reflection and also use our tools like our cognitive journal um but yeah so i think where we see voter in Jan- january 2 2023 um worldwide really um access in the UK and US and helping a lot more queer people better understand how their emotional history is showing up in their present lives yeah yeah i think that's really great and i think that's very ambitious and attainable um i i I'd like to understand some of the challenges you face you know trying to build a product like voda 
you are heavily doing market research, heavily talking to people. You're currently in close beta, and over 100 people are currently testing the, the product. So, like, what and what challenges do you kind of pop up consistently over time as you build? Yeah. Um. So, what's what's really important for us to figure out product market fit is to have like really rapid product feedback loops. So basically testing something out and then speaking to users right away and then tweaking the app as we go along. So we've been doing that for the past month. We have had some playback issues with our audio player in our app. Um, and that is because the major challenge we've had is it's funding, right? So Voda is bootstrapped. I've raised venture funding before, but right now I'm a solo founder. And when I first tried to raise for my pre-seed, it was just a lot more difficult because I didn't have a team with me. But I and and so I couldn't hire engineers. So I couldn't hire engineers to build an app from scratch. So what I'm doing instead is the, the, so the major challenge was funding. But how I've kind of circumvent that is built my product on a no-code tool. So I'm using this this product called yep. Bravo Studio, which allows me to change my Figma designs into an app. So it allows you to adapt your Figma designs. Figma is a design software like Sketch. Um, I'm a, I'm a product designer, yep. product background so I was able to design my own app and still paying an agency you know 50k 20k 100k to build an app I managed to build it myself on Bravo Studio and that that was really the tech was the biggest challenge in the beginning but now that's been circumvented and I think because there's just so many new no-code tools out there and Bravo is a very new software as well like it was only launched maybe like slightly less than two years ago so that so timing wise you work, worked out really well so if i had the idea for this or like much earlier bravo studio will, probably wouldn't be able to support my app and and what i wanted to build yeah that's true that's true that's amazing i like how um i like how you are really really creative with you know um overcoming challenges so like as a solo founder um, without a technical founder, you kind of went through use no code no code tools, which is really 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 helpful in the earlier stage of businesses. So I really like that you did that. Um, what are some of the lessons you've learned in your journey building out today? Hmm, I uh, yeah, I guess a few things, but I think the main thing maybe is like resilience and grit and. You know, I got a bunch of no's and not great offers when I first started pitching Voda. But uh, yeah, the whole idea is to, like, if you have something you're really passionate for, and and because this is something that has a lot of meaning to myself, like I struggled a lot with my own mental health because of my sexuality when I was younger. Um, and so that just and and so having a purpose in what I'm trying to build gives me a lot more grit in terms of just pushing this product out there. So even if I'm, I'm going to start fundraising discussions again very soon, we're in we're in a much stronger position now. But yeah, either way, like how it works out, I'm sure we'll find a way and be adaptable and be versatile. Um, yeah, I, I guess that I guess that's my 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 biggest lesson I've learned so far. It's something that I keep with me very very much because it is very difficult as a solo founder. Um, but having that sense of mission and sense of purpose and, and yeah. being able to talk to my customer every day and someone the other day, you know, said, uh, you have no idea how much your app means to me and, and it means a lot more to me than you could imagine. Um, they have finished some of our modules and, and to have like a therapy program that really understands your personal life experience and, 
and and affirmed you know a lot of your viewpoints on being queer and and being a minority and 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 basically just struggles with with sexual and gender identity that was something that was very powerful to me and that keeps me going i feel like was mum i was i was rambling a little bit i'm not sure if i answered the question Oh no, oh no, you did answer the question. I, I really like um this answer I think it was really, really you know, being resilient, um having like the focal point motivation is and actually just going out there and be resilient, pursuing that, being creative and also finally being relative to your customers. I think these are strong lessons that you've brought and really amazing how far they have taken you and I, I believe all the founders that are listening to this are taking these lessons down so on this note i'd like to say thank you so so much jaron this has been really really amazing and for everyone that's out there um in your queer and you want to get access to that wellness in application today you should check out voda so just go to www.voda.co and get started you could join the beta testers today and you 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 are like um the services you're getting is straight from people who have your lived experiences people who understand your struggles and so make sure to check voda out today right and everyone else listening um continue continue to share this episode with your friends if you like it please find our conversations on our twitter at startup couches next time see ya <laughs>